Hi, welcome to the Job Pod with Youth Employment Services. My name is Maureen Morrison, and I'm an employment facilitator with Youth Employment Services. And today I'm here with Sasha Mark to talk about his work. Sasha, welcome to the Job Pod. Thank you for having me, Moreg. It's very nice. So, Sasha, tell us, what do you do for work? So, I kind of have two jobs. So, I work as the volunteer coordinator here at Stanley Park Ecology Society uh, in Vancouver, BC. And I also work as a stand-up comedian. So, yeah. Sweet. Those are very two fun, different jobs. I like that. So, Sasha, what was your first job? Uh, My first job was at a Dairy Queen uh, in Winnipeg, Manitoba. So that was my first job, and my first job was with you. Uh, we both worked at the same Dairy Queen. <laughs> yeah, we got to learn together. And what kind of things did you learn at your first job at that Dairy Queen that you still use in your jobs now? I think for me, one of the big things that uh, I took away from a job like that was people skills. You know, whether you're working with um, customer and uh, customer relations or um, colleague relations, like I think people skills and working with uh, individuals in a team setting in a, in a positive way were some of the things that I've taken away from, you know, working in Dairy Queen. <laughs> and so you have a full-time job as a volunteer coordinator, and then you also do comedy as well in the evenings and in other free time. And that leaves you pretty busy. So how do you balance having those two jobs? I think it's, it's, it can be difficult at times, but I think that I'm both very passionate about both jobs. So I think that makes it a lot easier when you show up to work, whether it is stand up or whether it is, you know, at Stanley Park Ecology Society and you're excited to be there. I think that helps a lot with how you feel week to week at being at work. And for me, it's just, uh, I think it's important for me to feel connected to the things that I'm doing. So that I find helps a lot with balancing how I feel about work. And, and yeah, I think that uh, there is obviously a lot of flexibility on the stand-up side. So if I do feel like things are busy, I do have the opportunity to, uh, you know, scale things back and take it a little easier. And, you know, uh, if I am feeling under the weather or if I feel like I have a lot on my plate, I can always provide those uh, comedy opportunities to other artists as well. So uh, I think there's there's things like that. So I think one important thing to take away if you're more working multiple jobs is to be mindful of yourself and to be honest with yourself, even if, you know, to be honest with your stress at work, I think is really important. It's something that like, if you aren't honest with yourself, if you're not working towards or if you're not paying attention to, it's something that will always bite you on the back later down the road. So it is... I don't know. I think it's really key to take care of yourself, but also stay connected, enjoy the work that you do, I think has always helped me. What are some of the strengths that you've had that have allowed you to succeed in your different roles? Mm. So for for nonprofits, so I've been working for nonprofits organizations for over seven years. So I think uh, I, and I fell in love with working for nonprofits. I think when you work with um, nonprofit organizations, you are around folks who are a really hardworking, but be really passionate about the work that they're doing. And it's really exciting to be in an environment when you work with a team that is so dedicated, so fun, and but also who really just wants you to do good. 
So uh, I, I've always found a lot of passion in that area for me. So, so I think that um, some of the strengths that I bring is, you know, you 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 need to be team oriented. You need to uh, be mindful of folks. And I think one of the biggest skills that I have, and it crosses into comedy too, is you know providing the space and the capacity to connect with community. And it, that looks different, uh, I guess, across from all regions, but. I think that being able to connect with your team, to, to connect with the people that you're working with, and to make uh, those experiences meaningful for the people you're working with, I think is, is really impactful. Also, too, with working with nonprofits, some strengths as well. Uh, I think anybody in the scope of working in nonprofits understands that, like, it is, it is really busy and that you always have to juggle a lot um, while you're in these roles. So I think one of the things, skills that, you know, um, you need to have in order to develop as you go is to uh, be able to multitask. And I think part of that is also just like being organized. Um, so just like making sure you're organized, making sure that you have a calendar and making sure that you're saying yes to opportunities that are realistic that you can accomplish um, during the appropriate time frame. I'm a big fan of, and I'm also not a big fan of this phrase of like, fake it till you make it, but it is kind of true. You fake it till you make it because I feel like if you're in the environment where you're in and you're learning, the right tools show up and, you know, you learn from those experiences and then you get to a space where you can make it and then you can forget about the faking it part <laughs> once you're, once you've finally arrived. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> And then for comedy, I, I've always had a love for writing. So uh, before stand-up, uh, I thought I wanted to get into playwriting. So that's the direction that I was going into. And then it's something that was, I guess, always like pointed out to me was that I was a kind of a funny person. And I was like, okay, cool, cool. And uh, I got into stand-up by accident. When I was sitting with a coworker, I was working in a nonprofit and they were a stand-up comedian and they kept trying to push me to like, Hey, Sasha, go on stage. Sasha, go on stage. I was like, no, 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 no. I thought about it. I don't think that was for me. And then one day they pushed me to at least come to one of their shows. I watched the show. I fell in love with the show and I was just like, okay, you have me hooked. I'm going to do it. <laughs> and then uh, I think that in order for me to succeed in comedy, I guess some of my strengths were, um, you know, a, you know, being funny is a part of it, being a dedicated writer is a part of it, but also being able to work with people at a level two is, is very similar to the nonprofit sense. You know, I think it's really important for you to connect with artists that you're really excited to work with. I think that's a really cool opportunity. And I think it's a really cool way to build community as well. So I think that, um, those were some of my strengths as a stand up comedian as well. In terms of, you know, being able to build community, to set up shows for community and to get like a lot of really cool involvement from the scene um, was really neat and to be involved with. What are some of the mm. weaknesses that you've had to work on in your different roles? That's a very fair question. You know, I think with stand-up comedy, it is, it is, there is a grind to it. And that was, that was difficult for me to take part of. And I think my philosophy is that when it comes to doing stand-up shows, like I want to do art that excites me. And I think that's really important. And also to 
be available as best as I can as a stand-up comedian. And I think that means like taking care of yourself was it was very important for me and making sure that, you know, I want to do stand-up. That's very important for me, but also not to feel guilty when, you know, when I didn't want to do it, when I felt like I was just going through the ropes and then seeing, uh, using that time that I would use to use stand-up as a grind would be a good time for me to like take a step back work on my writing and then come back when I'm also excited to tell new jokes or to do it up again. So I guess, I guess for me, like is participating in that kind of grind. Um, also to, I guess, is this a weak, it is kind of a weakness in some sense, but like also when you're in entertainment as like a queer person or a person of color, um, also as a, as a woman too, I, I don't identify as a woman, but um, you are restricted unfairly. And that is, a weakness is, it is a weakness, but like it's a weakness that is, that is unfair to us. So I don't know where I sit with that <laughs> in terms of calling that a weakness. Yeah, I would um, say that one's a barrier. It is, you're, you're right. It's definitely a barrier. It's an unfair, it's not that barriers are fair. So yeah, there's definitely barriers going into it. And then with working in the nonprofit sector, working at Stanley Park Ecology Society, one of my weaknesses is that First and foremost, so I work at Sunny Park Ecology Society. Um, my history of working in nonprofits was a volunteer coordinator. So that's what I was doing um, back in Winnipeg when I was working. And so I don't have any experience in ecology. So one of my biggest weaknesses moving here and working here is that I had to do a lot of on-the-ground learning and reading about what conservation is, what stewardship is, and... Uh, because it's not my background at all. Like it is, it is at a zero. <laughs> um, but it's been really great to see a lot of the cool programs that we've been doing and learning about the opportunities that are there that I was totally unaware of. So it's, it's opened my eyes up to a new world. So that would be my weakness. And also too, um, yeah, organization has also been a big weakness of mine, but, um, that is something that, that you can work on in practice and um, figure out techniques that work for yourself. So your job is a little more uh, manage- manageable. <laughs> yeah. Are there any techniques yeah. in specific for organization that you found really helpful for you? Um, I think part of staying organized is a connecting with your team. So just like making sure that um, for the team members that you meet with frequently, just have meetings and carry make agendas and it really helps you connect with the work that you're doing and then also too when you have an agenda it also kind of holds you accountable for the work that you need to do before you move on so um just like having weekly bi-weekly meetings here and there and um talking with somebody at your workplace about the projects that you're doing and then um, next time you meet them uh, talking about the progress of those projects has really helped me push through projects as well. Um, also to, yeah, just like sailing organized. I'm a very uh, list oriented person. Like there's a bunch of sticky notes all over my computer and also making sure that you have a calendar of some sorts, whether it's physical or digital, and then just like organizing in a way that makes sense for you. Those are super helpful. My, my computer is also covered in sticky notes. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? It works. It does the trick for sure. <laughs> what kind of advice would you give to people who are interested either in like working in your kind of job in the nonprofit industry or working as a comedian? Well, it's sort of a stand up. So I think that 
I, I know I've said community a lot, and I think it's it's just something that is very important. I think that with stand-up, I feel like stand-up has been stuck in the 90s for a really long time. And just remember that if you're a part of the community, you can make an impact on, you know, dialogue about, you know, what's happening in the scene, whether it is um, stems from, you know, like racism, sexism, homophobia, um, uh, transphobia, from all sorts. I think that, you know, moving forward, just trying to be aware of the space people take up and, you know, trying to make comedy more accessible because comedy is about making people laugh. And it's by that meaning, it's about making everybody laugh. Um, from all spectrums of walks of life. I think that's, that's, that's really important. And a lot of people don't see it that way. But I think, in essence, comedy is there to make people laugh. And there's different walks of life with different perspectives. And I think people need to understand that. When, when entering comedy, yeah. And also, too, I think with stand-up comedy as well, I think it's really important that you stay grounded. It's a space for everybody. And that is a space that we can all be kinder and more mindful in. And um, a lot of the way that stand-up has succeeded before, it's not succeeding right now. So I think that it's a really community-oriented profession. And when you get involved, everyone has an impact. And just to make sure that you use your voice and um, your privileges to make a positive impact, but also to have fun and make comedy for everybody and for, for nonprofits and stuff too. So entering nonprofits, I think I, I, I love nonprofits so much. I, I've worked nonprofit, I've worked for profit and you know, something about nonprofit always gets me coming back to them. So I, I really love the work that we do here to get into nonprofits is, is, um, there, there's a, a bunch of, I got into a nonprofit through volunteering so I started volunteering for a, uh, a an education program. And um, after that, so they hired me as a staff member. So I think volunteering played a big role in connecting with nonprofits and then getting to a space where you can work with them. So I am a big fan of volunteering as, you know, as volunteering is my role here <laughs> as a volunteer coordinator. So I think that is... I, my, yeah, um, my big advice is to volunteer for places that you're really passionate for and then seeing what opportunities are available, you know, while you're volunteering with them and then see what happens from there. Sweet. Yeah, we are big advocates of volunteering at Youth Employment Services. <laughs> many of us have volunteered and it's gotten us jobs and uh, many clients that we have that we encourage to volunteer will often end up with a job on the other side, too. So we are big big advocates of it. So I love hearing mm-hmm. you say that. And Sasha, I know that your workplace has recently started an initiative to decolonize the workplace. Can you explain that a little bit more? Yeah, so um, I think that any nonprofit sh- or actually any workplace, even in stand-up, should look into ways about um, how they can decolonize um, their workplace. And work with truth and reconciliation. For me, for me, reconciliation uh, is a very, very simple term. It is the, the maintaining and the development of positive relationships between, between respectful parties. That's what reconciliation means to me. 
I think it's really important when you enter a workplace um, that we are mindful of the lands that we're on. So we work at Stanley Park Ecology Society. We are on the lands of the Musqueam, the Squamish, and the Tsleil-Waututh Territories peoples. So it's important to be mindful of you know where you are, what you're working with, and what does that mean. So when I started here, one of the first things that I wanted to check in with um, my workplace is it's really scary too. It can be scary, especially if you're an indigenous person coming into a workplace. But I think it's important to check in. I think it's even more important actually to check in if you are not an indigenous person to check in with your employer about, you know, what are the practices that we're doing to uh, be mindful and to really act on decolonizing the workplace. So, um, you know, if you are non-Indigenous, I think that's great. Uh, I think that's a really good start to talk to your employers with and also for employers to already be thinking about. Um, I've been really lucky in the sense of, like, that's that's already been dialogue here. and That's been something that they've been working with and talking about. Uh, so, yeah, so me and one of the other managers were part of a decolonizing our workplace team here right now. So it's been, we haven't named it or anything yet. But we've been working together at looking at how our practices are and how we can, you know, make them inclusive to the territories we're on, the people that we're interacting with, and to make it a safer and more inclusive space for Indigenous folks to volunteer, to take part in in programming, to work here, um, and to be involved. You know, and I think that there's, with any nonprofit, there's always work to do in regards to that. My advice for, you know, decolonizing workplaces is to really look into seeing what information is out there in your province, checking in to see what is what is available and what are things that people are doing uh, in your province and your cities as well to see um, what, what folks are doing. And then to really have those conversations with your employer, uh, especially if you're somebody who's not Indigenous. Because, like, at the end of the day, if you're an Indigenous person, having these conversations are very difficult for us. And we put us at risk. And it's very, it's, it is stressful for us to do at a workplace. It's important for us, but it's also very really hard for us. So when we see allyship in that way, when we approach our workplaces and then we hear that uh, people who aren't Indigenous are already having these conversations and they want to work uh, and do the work to decolonize the space, you know, it is, it, it makes us easier. It makes it easier for Indigenous folks to get on board and work in that direction too. So, so I think that is, um, I think that's really important to just get to a start of it. And, you know, I, I, I'm not a director. I'm not that employer. So I, I can't advise on that end, but from where I'm from, I think from the p- positions I've been in, like these are, things that I found helpful starting those conversations. Is there anything else that you want to share with our listeners? One of the things that I always refer people to, so uh, I'm from the television show APTN's The Laughing Drum, so you can find that content online. It's a show that, you know, takes comedy, Indigenous perspectives, and we look at things that are happening around the world. Right now, that show is on hiatus, but you can catch my face on TV there. And then, yeah, if you want to keep up with my stand-up shows, I usually post information more about those on my Instagram at Sashmark. And yeah, usually right now, obviously COVID-19 is happening and uh, I'm kind of taking a step back from doing uh, comedy shows, but I am doing virtual shows here and there too. So uh, comedy still exists, but it's not, it's not, it's not like what it was four months ago. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. 
Well, great. Thanks for joining us today on the Job Pod. We are Youth Employment Services and we serve youth age 16 to 29 located in Manitoba. And we can help you with all your job search needs, whether that's career exploration, resume or cover letter help, mock interviews, or whatever it is that you need help with. And you can find us at smb.ca and from there you can go to our contact us page to find out how to contact an employment facilitator today. Thanks for joining us on the Job Pod.